Hey friends, and welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Batten. Again, I'm so appreciative of you listening to us every week. Today, we're going to talk quickly, and I'm going to share five mistakes that I see a lot of retailers making on their website. And before you tune out and think you don't need a website, we're also going to talk a little bit about why we need a website. I know last week in episode number 96, I shared how we can optimize and really pay attention to our marketing. And we spend so much time and energy in marketing that we don't want to lose any customers. So having a very simple website, even if you're not an e-commerce retailer, you still, in my opinion, need a website. And I'm going to explain why really quickly. And I'm going to give you five things, five mistakes that I see that are simple things that you can adjust and make changes on. This weekend, this week, this month, actually, inside my Retailers Inner Circle, we have a full masterclass on website best practices for brick and mortar and a checklist and some basics on how to make sure that we're optimizing this. But I did want to share with us here on the podcast some takeaways. So five simple changes with five mistakes that I see. I always hate saying the negative, but it is five mistakes that I see a lot of retailers making. And you know what? Guilty as charged myself as well. We've made a lot of mistakes on our website. Um, We make a lot of assumptions on our websites, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's jump in, grab your pen, grab your coffee, grab your tape gun, whatever you're doing, and let's jump into today's podcast. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Okay, my friends, why do we need a website if we are not an e-commerce retailer? I'll tell you right now, I am a huge believer that we all need a simple website. And the reason for that is we own that. I want to I want to shift our minds and and I share this a lot and I know I talk about it a lot with my clients and my inner circle members and my mastermind members. We don't own the social programs that we're in. We don't own Facebook. We don't own the clients in there. Facebook does, Instagram does. They own our client list that we could be hacked. They could be, and I've seen that happen. You all have. We we could lose those clients. We could lose our customers may move off of those platforms. That happens as well too. So we own our website and that is something we have control of. It does not have to be a giant, big old project for you. It can be a simple project. I want to remind you as well that a website's available 24-7 so customers can find you. I know social is, but maybe they're not always on it. It gives you credibility and a professional 
look as well. Again, just a simple one page website gives you that credibility that maybe you're, you know, maybe your competitors don't have, or maybe it just levels you up just that extra little bit. Another big plus for having a website is that you can be found so much easier. Again, remember, everybody's not on Facebook or Instagram. People are searching, they're Googling, they're on Google My Business, they're looking for you on maps, you are being found with all that, with all the search engine tools by having your website. So we want to make sure that when people find you, and they are looking for you. First of all, those types of buyers are the best buyers. They're looking for your product in your city. <laughs> Hello, those are people we want to have come in our shops. We also, again, want to remind you, we own our websites. So I want to make sure that you're on a platform as well with, with your website that you own. So we send people to the, to that website. We can monetize that website like by sending people there instead of sending them to our social. And again, we might lose our social. There's lots of other reasons that we need websites, but those are the, the, the highlight, the highlight reel and the top reasons why I think that we need a website. Um, and again, you know, it's just for credibility and to be found a lot easier. We don't want to be leaving money on the table. So we have a website. I'm going to assume we have a website. We're going to fast forward to the website. And I do want to comment and mention if you have an e-commerce website, there are differences in how it, how and what you do on an e-commerce website versus just a standalone brick and mortar. And I don't mean just, a, I hate saying that, but what I mean is if your website is not being used to actually um, to sell active products, if you don't have a store attached and you're not doing e-commerce, you're not selling off of your website, you're still selling off of your website by being found and you're still selling off of your website having a brick and mortar but an e-commerce website has different things that you're going to need to do. I would like to um, remind you that we did episode number 75 with Susan Bradley, who's who's amazing with Shopify, and she shares some really big golden nuggets about e-commerce and getting traffic to your website. That is the big key for e-commerce. So I just wanted to throw that in there. But the mistakes and the things that I'm sharing today are val are valuable to both e-commerce and brick and mortar, getting customers across the threshold, not leaving money on the table. We're leaving, we're losing opportunities when new customers find us and they don't, they get lost or confused. So all of this energy that we're putting out in the world, all of this. And if you go back and listen to last week's episode, episode number 96, I shared, you know, get all your ducks in a row with what you own, your website, your contact information, all of these things. Before we start paying for ads, there's a, a series of things I shared in episode 96. So I'd love to uh, to have you go and look at that or listen to that podcast. But what you have to consider with your website, we want to make sure that when people do find us, if they Googled us, they found us on a map, they found us through our Google My Business, somebody mentioned our name and they just type it in, right? That kind of thing. All of that, that is energy. You have put that out into the world, your reputation, you know, you have earned that search engine, if you will, you know, or, and, or people drive by and they Google your name, you know, they drive by, what is that shop? We've all done that, right? We search and we Google. So when people find you, do we want them to find your website and then bounce right off? 
No, this is what I want to share with you. And it happens so much. So I want you to think about this and these mistakes, as I'm calling them, but the things that I want you to really look at today being for people who find you and these this amazing opportunity for them to understand what you do and just get excited about coming in and seeing you and buying some things from you or joining your workshops or, you know, coming to your events. It's really important that we're clear. This is not a time on a website to be clever. You may have heard that before. Be clear, not clever. I've shared that a few times, but I just want to remind you that we have new people coming in and we want to be super clear about what we do. And I'm actually going to share on the podcast notes, just so you know, I'm going to be sharing some uh, examples from some of my inner circle members, some of my mastermind members that have uh, really have really done a, a great job at tweaking these things with their website. So I won't leave you hanging, but I do want you to be super clear on what you're doing with your website. Okay, number one, when people land on your page, they call this the grunt test. What they land on, what they see, we call this above the fold. And that's back into the old days of the newspaper days. And it's above the fold. It's what people immediately see so they don't have to scroll or flip their newspaper over. If you're old like me, you know what I'm talking about. But when they land without them scrolling, they've landed on your page or your website. We want to make sure that it's clear as day what you do. Your shop name might not be clear as day. You, you know, Front Porch Mercantile, my business was not clear as day. What the heck is that, right? Well, you know, Wendy Batten Biz does not mean anything to anybody. We want to be super clear. And we do that in a variety of ways. And the simplest way to do that is to have what we call like a, like a one-liner, who you are and who you serve. So think about that. And you may already know a clever tagline is not going to work. A clever tagline, you know, we, I, I don't know. I can't even think of any fun, fun examples right now, but I've seen, you know, it has to be super clear. They call it a grunt test. That comes from Donald Miller. I've shared a Donald Miller's story brand framework on websites before here. And the grunt test is like a caveman, or my mother, sorry, mom, could land on this page and understand right away at first glance who you are, what you do, and where you're located. It's like bang, bang, bang. Oh my gosh. And the big part, they want to know what's in it for them. I want to know why I should get excited about your, your shop, or I should get excited about your events or workshops. Make me really interested in what you're doing. So think about it when I land, first of all, we want uh, we want to make sure that the words are really clear and that there's really one simple call to action. You'll hear me say the CTA, a call to action. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? As soon as I land on your page, we are, and I, again, we talk about this a lot and I know you know this, people are exhausted and tired and they're decision fatigued. So we need to help them. When you land on a website, if it says super clear, if learn more is not good, don't put learn more. And I, and there's lots of reasons why that doesn't work because they're on the web page to learn more already. <laughs> so, you know, invite them to come shop now. If you are an e-commerce site, is it super clear that you have e-commerce and a brick and mortar? Is it super clear? Like, is that super clear as soon as I land on your page that you have 
shop online and you have an in-store presence. That is one of the number one things I see with a lot of retailers. So on this above the fold hero image and everything, we want to make sure it's super clear what you, what, who you are and what you do and what the heck do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Because that's really, really important. So if, and your town name is also very important to drive um, local people. They're like, wow, how many, I, I want to, test you. How many times have you had people walk in your shop and say, I didn't even know that you were in, you know, our town, or I didn't know you existed nearby or that you were this close or whatever. So we want to make sure you have your city name, your town name, your area, whatever, you know, whatever would be the best fit for you on that hero page, on that top of the fold page. So I want to know instantly, you know, you're, you can have your business name. Usually that's on there smaller, even if you have to, and it says, you know, you can say you're the go-to event destination for creatives, or you could say you are the number one home decor shop or uh, whatever your town, I'm trying to think, Lunenburg's uh, number one bookstore in town, you know, anything like that. The go-to place, name your town, name what you do, come on in. The call to action that works really well for a lot of retailers, brick and mortar, is visit our shop visit us. Click a button, click here. It's going to take them to the map, right? It's going to take them to a, a contact map. Or you can have two call to action. Usually it's one, but I do see two with um, shop online. You could have a shop online or visit us in store, or visit our retail store, come in and see us. Something that's super clear that you want them to come in. On that note, the images. Let's talk about images. Number two. This is a number two mistake that I see. I see a lot of generic images, um, you know, uh, landscapes and sunsets and pretty images. I want to see what you sell in your store and I want it to be super clear, not, not a guesswork on what it is. You want, if you are a home decor, don't show just parts of the home decor. Show what, show your shop. People want to see the interior of your shop. The front of your shop is a great hero image if you really want to get people's attention. So they land on your page instantly they see you. I love seeing a front of the shop if it's adequate or makes sense for you and the team, your staff, your smiling face standing at the front of your shop with a big old smile on your face, you know, with a welcome sign or whatever you have. It's instant. You are a local merchant. You are a smiling face. You are a human being. We want to humanize the pictures. We want pictures on your website that are inviting and happy. We want to see pictures of your happy, smiling workshop customers, or we want to see pictures of, of your store full with beautiful people. We want to see customers standing at the cash, you know, with smiles on their face or using your product or whatever might be appropriate for your business. We want to see customers you know, just mingling and the smiling. People want what other people, they want to humanize it and they want what other people are doing. So make sure we are humanizing. I am a big, big fan of making sure that your team or you or your family are, are present in there. But I want to caution you that this is not about you. Your website is not about you. Back to that hero image and what's in it for them. We want to remember that that is the key. That's where a lot of people go wrong. It's not 
anything about you. It doesn't matter how much training you have. It doesn't matter. It's what can you do for them? So having a small about section is great, but don't make that part of the big old. This has been my passion. I've been making chocolate for my whole life. I've been reading books and I have been loving and I've been hanging out. It's not about you. doesn't matter. That can be a blurb. That can be in a small about section. And we do want your presence in your smiling faces as the shop owner, but we don't want the focus to be on you. We want to be on why they should come into our shop and enjoy our books and our chocolate and our workshops and our events and our beautiful decor and our beautiful journals and all of the things that we sell and our jewelry and all of those beautiful things we want it to be about them we sell you know the most comfortable furniture here you know whatever it is that you are doing and that you specialize and again what are you the go-to for make sure that's super clear on your images and I do see a lot of mistakes with um, with images. So I really want to remind you to humanize your images. And smiling, happy people are always, always, always going to make people smile and, and be happy. So that's number three, your uh, images. So the next part is actually, no, that was number two. Sorry about that. Number two is let's not make them like use the game. Where's Waldo? <laughs> let's not make them search high and low on the website. Again, people will bounce off of there. You're leaving money on the table. They found you. They got confused. They're out. We want to make it super clear. I have been on websites lately that I've had to scroll and scroll and scroll. And this is like, this is mine too. <laughs> My website too. I've had feed, I had feedback from somebody when they were like, I couldn't figure out how to do this or do that. So we are all guilty of being too close to our website. And we're all guilty of it. And it's, I also want to mention at this stage as well, remember your website is a work in progress. We are, it, you're never done and it's never going to be perfect. Never done and never going to be perfect. You're always going to be updating. You're always going to be adjusting. You're always going to be working on it. These are the principles that I want you to work on. And these are the basics, but you're never, it's, you're never going to be satisfied. Please do not spend a million hours working on your website. Get it done. Get all of these key pieces in, get it live, get it out in the world, get it adjusted, and then, you know, tweak it as you need to once in a while. But anyhow, okay, where's Waldo? Where's Waldo means don't make your customers search for contact. How do I even find you? Where are you even located? No one wants to scroll, 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 scroll to the bottom. That's, that's not, that's not good business. That's not easy. We're not, we're lazy, right? Let's think about it. Think again how you shop. So let's put it at the top. We want to make sure there's certain things on our menu bar that are easy to find and easy to navigate. On that note, do not make a messy menu bar. There is nothing worse than a menu bar on a website that is so overcomplicated and so heavy, what does that do? Confuses and loses. It also looks messy. So we want limited things on our menu bar. We want to make sure that we have find us or shop local or, you know, uh, something along those lines, something to make sure that it's very clear. That is the number one thing that I get so frustrated with. I cannot find shops, <laughs> maps, and I don't want to go Google or search your address. Give me a map so I can know where you are. Your links to your social do not have to be at the top. And I say that with love and grace and you do you and think about how you want that to look, but your links to your social are fine. People will look for those. If they want to go follow you on Instagram or Facebook, they'll go down. Um, they'll scroll down a little bit more for that. The important things are 
that they come in the door, that they find that they that they shop with you. So we want to make sure things like a search button, if you have an e-commerce site or if you have things for sale or you have things on your website that you want them to search, shop online if you have an online shop. Uh, events tab might be something we want at the top, takes them directly to a list of your events, of your upcoming events. And I know many of you listening do, um, you know, lots of cool events in your shop or workshops or teaching those types of things. So you want what's important to you. I love seeing a meet the team or meet us. Um, I also love when it says meet us versus about us, you know, um, meet us or meet our team that depending, you know, again, what feels good for you and what makes sense for your brand. But just think of the softer version than the what they see everywhere is right. We want to make sure that we have a map on there. So definitely a map, uh, an FAQ might be popular, might be something that you want in there as well. I love to see um, under the FAQs or under drop downs and, you know, on your menu or down low a little bit, like below a little bit, you can put the forms of payment that you accept. Pretty much general, that is normal. Um, if you're just a normal <laughs> retailer that takes all the credit cards and debit and cash, if you have anything kind of different going on, then you might want to put the forms of payment accepted. Or if you're a pop-up or if you're a market vendor, you want to just make sure that that's shared as well too. Um, anything, again, that you have to repeat over and over again, <laughs> anything that customers are asking you, put that in an FAQ. Um, so hopefully that makes sense. But we want to make sure, again, from a customer's point of view, that we're not making them search for how to shop with you, where you're located, and why they should come in, right? Like just the, the basics, right? We want to make sure that's super simple. Okay, the next one is not being mobile optimized. And what does that mean? You know, when you go on websites, and they're really wonky looking on your phone, and you're trying to get through and there's a bunch of stuff happening, and there's all these things going on, that's not being mobile optimized. And I'm going to tell you right now, you can go into your Google Analytics on the back end of a website, onto your Google Analytics, and you can see what types of phones or iPads or <laughs> what people are using to, to view your website. So again, this is really, really important for e-commerce. It's also important for brick and mortar. We want to make sure that we know what people are using. I will tell you right now, it's probably the majority of people, it will be, I've yet to find anybody that I work with or that I've seen the back end that's not um, mostly mobile. So probably 70 to 80% of the people that hit your website are mobile, maybe higher, right? It's that part is growing. People are using their phone. You know it, you do it, right? So you want to make sure that your website is mobile optimized. So just pay attention for that. Go, I suggest setting up your website on your desktop, but making sure that you have your um, phone and that you're checking your website regularly. This was a big problem for me, to be honest. I had somebody else set up my website, but you know, that was a few years ago. We've, you know, we've had it built for a while and it wasn't easy to see on mobile. So we've recently, you know, that was an ex a customer experience that was probably getting people off my site. They weren't going very far on the site, right? I have lots of clients that have the same problem. The bounce rate, they call that the bounce rate. They come in, they leave right away. You're leaving money on the table. We want people to find your beautiful 
shop by landing on your page and getting excited and they see the beautiful images and they see what you do and they're really excited about it. We don't want them to get all muddled up because it's not mobile optimized. So get whoever's helping you with your website, make sure that you use those words and you say, I want to make sure my website is mobile optimized. I also want to have you check your website regularly. Just go pop on your phone regularly. It's not something I would do personally. I don't use my phone. I've shared that before I use my phone for Instagram and texting like and vox voxering with my uh, mastermind members and my family that's about it I don't live on my phone uh, but I have to check it right we have to check it and it was a surprise to me and it'll be a surprise to you maybe if it's not already and that's an easy fix for 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 you to do with your website so I want you to take my word for it. And that is something that's really important that you want to make sure is done. Okay, last but not least, we want to make sure that we are not throwing people off with pop-ups. I think pop-ups are super important. And if you know what I'm talking about with a pop-up, a pop-up is when the, you know, join our newsletter, get 10% off, whatever it is that you're doing with your pop-up, they are very, very highly con high converting if they're done right, they're really high converting, meaning um, that you'll get lots of people to sign up for your email, you'll get lots of people if you do it correctly, you'll get people to join your newsletter, which again, you own your newsletter, I'm a you have to you have to grow your email, email and and or SMS, right? Text marketing can be big as well, or it is big as well. But we want to capture the clients contact information. But don't do it. Don't like, you know, it when you pop up something right as like the second they land on your page, and you're like, Whoa, what do you do? X out of that right away, right? We X out of that, like the second it happens, for the most part, we don't even know you yet. <laughs> like you, You're a stranger to us. We just found you don't, don't ask me for a second date. And I haven't even had a chance to get to know you for a first date. <laughs> We're on our first date now. And you know, I joke about that regularly, but it's so true. And I'm going to be honest, mine has been popping up right away. <laughs> I'm trying like we're in the process. I just sent a, I just literally sent it off to um, my tech person to say, hey, we got to get this out of here. We want our pop up to come up after they've had a chance to get to know us a little bit, look around, see what we're all about. Remember the hero image? Remember the contact? Remember the, oh, they, they are local. Look at this. This is a cool place. Look at the smiling, happy people. <laughs> like, you know, they're, they're this beautiful shop in our town I didn't even know about. Then it pops up. So ideally, and you know, there's different times that they say this should happen. Uh, 12 to 14 seconds is a number that I hear a lot. Um, I think Susan shared that on the episode with us um, as well. 12 to 14 seconds should pop up or upon exit intent, meaning when I go up to X out of your web page, then it comes up. Hey, before you go, join our email list. Now, on a quick really note, this is not what this podcast is about, but pop-ups are really important and they're really good. And we'll be doing a podcast episode about this, I'm sure. But we do want to gather their information. We do want to give them something. I want you to think of it as an exchange. So don't call it a, a, a newsletter. People hate newsletters. 
an exchange means, you know, pop up, I'm going to give you 10% off your first order when you come in store, or um, you're going to get a surprise gift when you come in the store. I have a lot of clients who do value add. Value add means giving them something a little extra extra when they pop in, or thank you for joining our, you know, keep in touch or join the crowd, join the VIP group, whatever you want to do, but make it enticing for them. And I want you to think about it like you would when you see pop-ups like when you see ones that pop up and that you think are lovely and you fill them out screenshot it and and remember that or save that and try to remember you know and try to think about what feels good for you and your brand right what's it what's what do you align with but don't have your pop-up no matter how beautiful it is no matter how amazing the offer is don't have that pop-up before we've even had like two seconds to get to know each other, right? Because instantly I'm going to X out. The other problem with that is a lot of programs, and I'm seeing this a lot lately as I um, dive through quite a few uh, websites lately for clients. And what I'm seeing, you know, the pop-up comes up once and then I do want to sign up, but there's no place like it doesn't come up again. I don't know how to find it. I want that 10% I just saw pop up, but I didn't really want to. So I wasn't ready to do it then. I wasn't ready to commit my email address. So I want you to remember that we want to give people a little bit of a warm up. And we also want to make sure that that's an offer or a, an a offer that we're making or a pop up that's available um, on our page so that we can make sure we can find that because people do look for that. I'm looking for it sometimes. So I just wanted to share that. And a bonus mistake a bonus mistake so these were all like little mistakes I don't see people with like just to recap we don't see um number one I see like when they land on the page the above the fold the hero image it's just confusing it's not clear I don't know what you do I don't know where you are I don't know what you're trying to to sell me I'm out like I I, it's just it's just confusing it doesn't really make much sense so we want to make sure that that is there and your town and um, your your call to action is there as well too, right? We want to make sure that I it's clear what you want me to do. Shop, come come visit us. Shop today. Visit our shop. Something very clear. This is a button that's super clear. This is what you want me to do. The next part was uh, images. Making sure that our images are smiling, happy, humanized pictures of things that are going on in your shop and that that really clearly identify what it is you sell or how beautiful the shop is the front of store all of that the third part is don't make me uh play where's waldo we want to be super clear about map and contact and our phone number and our events and about our team and that kind of thing um number four we want to mobile optimize we want to make sure that we have um, optimized everything for mobile. And again, that's super important. And then lastly, we wanna make sure that if we have pop-ups, and I do recommend having pop-ups, if you have a pop-up, that it's not coming up on the first second that I land on your page. And again, super common, it happens all the time, and I just wanna make sure that yours isn't. So that's those are the mistakes that I see and simple ways of fixing them. One last sort of bonus that I see, a mistake that I see a lot, is not having any testimonials or referrals or anything along that line. And it's not necessarily, your testimonial isn't about how wonderful you know, Susie is, it's about how wonderful, like how much they enjoy the shopping experience, how much they enjoy the product, whatever it is, we want to make sure that we are um, highlighting testimonials and referrals and any any you're grabbing those and you're putting them in you're actively asking for referrals and that you're sharing those with uh, on your website that really goes a long ways these days, especially um, 
customers are just customers love referrals and they love seeing testimonials again back you could match them up with the smiling happy faces okay my friends that was a lot I hope this is really helpful to you um, I know it's just quick tips but I really did I really do feel that you know having a simple website don't spend millions of hours polishing and making it perfect it is never going to perfect. You're never going to be happy. I actually don't know very many people. I mean, I shouldn't say that. There's lots of beautiful websites. We are going to share some beautiful websites um, and, you know, some simple and beautiful websites on the show notes with you. I have a few clients that have some great websites and you can see what they're doing. Um, but, you know, we all have we all have something on our website that we don't love. We all have something we know we need to fix. We all have. So please don't let um, it not being perfect stop you from having a website or stop you from sharing that website. I want you to just think about what matters on your website and be okay. And you are going to forever be tweaking and adjusting your website. So that's a, that, that's, you know, that's something some people don't want to hear. They think it's one and done, but nope, we're always adjusting. We're never going to be happy with it. And we're never like, it's just never done. <laughs> There's always something, but have the basics that we covered today on there. And that way, new customers that find you, new customers that have searched you or found you on Google or wherever they've done with all this other work that you've done again listening back maybe to episode number 96 once it's all there and once it's all good you know don't leave money on the table we don't want them to like get confused the minute they land on your website so thank you my friend I'm so excited um, to have shared all this with you today I hope this has been super helpful and maybe clarifying what you need to do with your website I would love to know if there's any aha moments or anything that you found super helpful. And also at this time, I just want to ask a silly little favor, not a silly little favor. That sounds kind of funny, but if you know one retailer, one retailer that may love or may find this helpful, who's maybe struggling with their, you know, pulling it all together for their retail business, their brick and mortar business, whatever app you're listening to the podcast on, there's probably a share button. There's usually up on the right hand corner or a share button someplace. I would love it if you would share this with your friends or like I said, just one retailer, one retailer that maybe you could help make a difference in their life. I hope that would help. And it would be uh, good for me. I would be super happy to hear that we are growing and we are loving all the new retailers. And hey to you if you're a new listener. Um, we appreciate all the comments and all the feedback we're getting about the website lately and so many new listeners and we're so grateful to you so thank you just wanted to ask that favor from you so thanks my friend I try to show up here every week with a new podcast for you and something that's actionable and something that you can do and help you with your beautiful retail business so Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. I'm excited. We have another great podcast. We're actually gearing up for our 100th podcast coming up. Pretty excited. Okay, friends. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week. And I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash 
podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. Make sure you join our Rockstar Creatives Facebook group. We will continue the conversation over there weekly. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week. Thank you.